0: Act 2 of All's Well That Ends Well. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer please visit LibriVox.org. Act 2 of All's Well That Ends Well by William Shakespeare. Scene 1. Paris. The King's Palace. Flourish of Cornets. Enter the king, attended with diverse young lords, taking leave for the Florentine war, Bertram and Parolus.
1: Farewell, young lords. These warlike principles do not throw from you, and you, my lords, farewell. Share the advice betwixt you. If both gain, all the gift doth stretch itself as tis received, and is enough for both. Tis our hope, sir after well-entered soldiers, to return and find your grace in health. No, no, it cannot be. And yet my heart will not confess he owes the malady that doth my life besiege. Farewell, young lords, whether I live or die, be you the sons of worthy Frenchmen. Let higher Italy, those baited that inherit but the fall of the last monarchy, see that you come... Not to woo honour, but to wed it. When the bravest questant shrinks, Find what you seek, That fame may cry you loud. I say farewell.
0: Health at your bidding. Serve your majesty.
1: Those girls of Italy take heed of them. They say our French lack language to deny, If they demand. Beware of being captives before you serve. Our hearts receive your warnings. Farewell come hither to me
0: exit attendant
2: oh my sweet lord that you will stay behind us tis not his fault the spark O, oh, tis brave wars most admirable i have seen those wars
3: i am commanded here and kept a coil with too young and the next year and tis too early
2: And thy mind stand to it boys steal away bravely
3: i shall stay here the fore-horse to a smock creaking my shoes on the plain masonry till honour be bought up and no sword worn but one to dance with by heaven i'll steal away
1: there's honour in the theft
2: commit it count i am your accessory and so farewell
3: i grow to you and our parting is a tortured body
2: farewell captain sweet monsieur parolus noble heroes my sword and yours are kin good sparks and lustrous a word good metals Uh, you shall find in the regiment of the spinae one captain spurio with his cicatrice an emblem of war here uh, on his sinister cheek it was this very sword entrenched it say to him i live and observe his reports for me
1: we shall noble captain
2: exeunt lords mars dote on you for his novices what will ye do stay the king
0: re-enter king bertram and Parolles. retire to bertram use a more
2: spacious ceremony to the noble lords you have restrained yourself within the list of too cold an adieu be more expressive to them for they wear themselves in the cap of the time there do muster true gait eat speak and move under the influence of the most receivant star and though the devil lead the measure such are to be followed after them and take a more dilated farewell,
3: and I will do so.
0: Worthy fellows, and like to prove most sinewy swordmen. Excellent Bertram and Parolles, Enter Lafeu, kneeling.
4: Pardon, my lord, for me and for my tidings. I'll fee thee to stand up. Then here's a man stands. That has brought his pardon. I would you had kneeled, my lord, to ask me mercy, And that at my bidding you could so stand up. I would I had, so I had broke thy pate, And asked thee mercy for it. (laughs) Good faith, a cross! But, my good lord, tis thus. Will you be cured of your infirmity? No. Oh, will you eat no grapes my royal fox yes but you will my noble grapes and if my royal fox could reach them i have seen a medicine that's able to breathe life into a stone quicken a rock and make you dance canary with sprightly fire and motion whose simple touch is powerful to erase King Pepin, nay, to give great Charlemagne a pen in's hand, and write to her a love-line. What her is this? Why, Doctor She! my lord, there's one arrived, if you will see her. Now, by my faith and honour, If seriously I may convey my thoughts, in this my light deliverance, I have spoke with one that in her sex, her years, profession, wisdom, and constancy, hath amazed me more than I dare blame my weakness. Will you see her, for that is her demand, and know her business? That done, laugh well at me. Now,
1: good lover, bring in the admiration that we with thee may spend our wonder too, or take off thine by wondering how thou took'st it.
4: Nay, I'll fit you, and not be all day neither. Exit.
1: Thus he his special nothing ever prologues.
0: Re-enter Lafeu with Helena.
4: Nay, come your ways. This haste hath wings indeed. Nay, come your ways. This is his majesty. Say your mind to him. A traitor you do look like, But such traitors his majesty seldom fears. I am Cressid's uncle, That dare leave two together. (laughs) Fare you well. EXIT
1: now fair one does your business follow us
5: i my good lord gerard de narbonne was my father in what he did profess well found i knew him the rather will i spare my praises towards him knowing him is enough on sped of death many receipts he gave me chiefly one which as the dearest issue of this practice and of his old experience the oily darling, he bade me store up as a triple eye, safer than mine own two, more dear. I have so, and hearing your high majesty is touched with that malignant cause wherein the honour of my dear father's gift stands chief in power, I come to tender it, and my appliance with all bound humbleness.
1: We thank you, maiden but may not be so credulous of cure, when our most learned doctors leave us and the congregated college have concluded that laboring art can never ransom nature from her inadable estate. I say we must not so stain our judgment or corrupt our hope to prostitute our past-cure malady to empirics, or to dissever so our great self and our credit to esteem a senseless help, when help past sense we deem
5: my duty then shall pay me for my pains i will no more enforce mine office on you humbly entreating from your royal thoughts a modest one to bear me back again
1: i cannot give thee less to be called grateful thou thought'st to help me and such thanks i give as one near death to those that wish him live but what at full i know thou know'st no part i knowing all my peril thou know art
5: What I can do, can do no hurt to try, Since you set up your rest gainst remedy. He that of greatest works is finisher Oft does them by the weakest minister. So holy writ in babes hath judgment shown, When judges have been babes, Great floods have flown from simple sources, And great seas have dried When miracles have by the greatest been denied. Oft expectation fails, And most oft there where most it promises, and oft it hits where hope is coldest, And despair most fits.
1: I must not hear thee. Fare thee well, kind maid, Thy pains not used must by thyself be paid. Proffers not took, Reap thanks for their reward.
5: Inspired merit so by breath is barred. It is not so with him that all things knows, As tis with us that square our guess by shows. But most it is presumption in us When the help of heaven we count the act of men. Dear sir, to my endeavours give consent. Of heaven not me make an experiment. I am not an impostor that proclaim myself Against the level of mine aim. But know I think, and think I know most sure My art is not past power, nor you past cure.
1: Are thou so confident?' within what space hopes thou my cure
5: the greatest grace lending grace ere twice the horses of the sun shall bring their fiery torture his diurnal ring ere twice in murk and occidental damp moist hesperus hath quenched his sleepy lamp or four-and-twenty times the pilot's glass hath told the thievish minutes how they pass what is infirm from your sound part shall fly health shall live free and sickness freely die
1: upon thy certainty and confidence what darest thou venture
5: Tax of impudence a strumpet's boldness a divulged shame traduced by odious ballads my maiden's name seared otherwise nay worse if worse extended with vilest torture let my life be ended
1: methinks in thee some blessed spirit doth speak his powerful sound within an organ weak and what impossibility would slay in common sense sense saves another way thy life is dear for all that life can rate worth name of life in thee hath estimate youth beauty wisdom courage all that happiness and prime can happy call. Thou this to hazard needs must intimate, Skill infinite, or monstrous desperate. Sweet practiser, thy physic I will try, That ministers thine own death if I die.
5: If I break time, or flinch in property Of what I spoke, unpitied let me die, And well deserved, not helping, death's my fee. But if I help, what do you promise me
1: make thy demand
5: but will you make it even
1: Ay, by my sceptre and my hopes of heaven
5: then shalt thou give me with thy kingly hand what husband in thy power i will command exempted be from me the arrogance to choose from forth the royal blood of france my low and humble name to propagate with any branch or image of thy state but such a one thy vassal whom i know is free for me to ask thee to bestow
1: here is my hand the premises observed thy will by my performance shall be served so make the choice of thine own time for i thy resolved patient on thee still rely more shall i question thee and more i must though more to know could not be more to trust from whence thou camest, how tended on but rest Unquestioned welcome and undoubted blest. Give me some help here, ho! Oh, if thou proceed as
0: high as word, my deed shall match thy meed. Flourish, Excellent. Scene two.
6: Rossillon, the Count's Palace. Enter Countess and Clown. Come on, sir, I shall now put you to the height of your breeding.
7: I will show myself highly fed, and lowly taught. I know my business is but to the court.
6: To the court? Why, what place makes you special when you put off that with such contempt, but to the court? Truly,
7: madam, if God have lent a man any manners, he may easily put it off at court. He that cannot make a leg, put offs cap. Kiss his hand and say nothing. Has neither leg, hands, lip, nor cap. And, indeed, such a fellow, to say precisely, Were not for the court, but for me. I have an answer will serve all men.
6: Mary, that's a bountiful answer that fits all questions.
7: It's like a barber's chair that fits all buttocks. The pin buttock the quatch-buttock, the brawn-buttock, or any buttock.
6: Will your answer serve fit to all questions?
7: As fit as ten groats is for the hand of an attorney, as your French crown for your taffeta punk, as Tibbs' rush for Tom's forefinger, as a pancake for Shrove Tuesday, a Morris for May Day, as the nail to his the cuckold to his horn as a scolding queen to a wrangling knave as the nun's lip to the friar's mouth nay as the pudding to his skin
6: have you i say an answer of such fitness for all questions
7: from below your duke to beneath your constable it will fit any question
6: It must be an answer of most monstrous size that must fit all demands.
7: But a trifle neither, in good faith. If the learned should speak truth of it, here it is, and all that belongs to it. Ask me if I am a courtier. It shall do you no harm to
6: learn. To be young again, if we could. I will be a fool in question, hoping to be the wiser by your answer. I pray you, sir, are you a courtier? <clears throat>
7: oh, Lord, sir! There's a simple putting off.
6: More, more, a hundred of them! Sir, I am a poor friend of yours that loves you. Oh, Lord, sir! Thick, thick, spare not me! I think, sir, you can eat none of this homely meat. Oh,
7: oh, Lord, sir. Nay, put me to it, I warrant you.
6: You were lately whipped, sir, as I think. Oh Lord,
7: sir, spare not me.
6: Do you cry, O oh, Lord, sir, at your whipping, and spare not me? Indeed, your own lord, sir, is very sequent to your whipping. You would answer very well to a whipping if you were but bound to it. I
7: ne'er had worse luck in my life in my— Oh, lord, sir! I see things may serve long, but not serve ever.
6: I play the noble housewife with the time to entertain so merrily with a fool.
7: Oh, lord, sir!— Why,
6: there it serves well again. An end, sir, to your business. Give Helen this, and urge her to a present answer back. Commend me to my kinsman and my son. This is not much. Not
7: much commendation to them.
6: Not much employment for you, you understand me?
7: Most fruitfully. I am there before my legs.
6: Haste you again.
0: Excerpt severally. Scene three. Paris, the king's palace. Enter Bertram, Lafeu, and Parolles.
4: They say miracles are past, and we have our philosophical persons to make modern and familiar things supernatural and causeless hence it is that we make trifles of terrors ensconcing ourselves into seeming knowledge when we should submit ourselves to an unknown fear why tis the rarest
2: argument of wonder that has shot out in our latter times
4: and so tis to be relinquished of the artists so i say both of galen and paracelsus so I say, Of all the learned and authentic fellows. Ha, right, so I say, That gave him out incurable.
2: Why, there it
4: is. So say I too. Not to be helped. Right, as twere, a man assured of a uncertain life and sure death. Just you say well, ha so would I have said. I may truly say it is a novelty to the world. It is indeed. If you will have it in showing, you shall read it in... What do you call it there? A showing of a heavenly effect in an earthly actor. That's it.
2: I would have said the very same.
4: Why, your dolphin is not lustier. For me I speak in respect nay tis strange tis very strange that is the
2: brief and the tedious of it and he's of a most fascinarious spirit that will not acknowledge it to be the very
4: hand of heaven
2: ay so i say
4: in a most weak and debile minister great power great transcendence which should indeed give us a further use to be made than alone the recovery of the king has to be generally thankful
0: (laughs) i would have said it you say well here comes the king enter king helena and attendants Lafeu and Parolles retire
4: Lustig as the Dutchman says how like a maid the better whilst i have a tooth in my head <laughs> why he's able to lead her a caranto.
2: Mordu vinaigre, is not this Helen? For
4: God I think so. Go
1: call before me all the lords in court. Sit, my preserver, by thy patient side, And with this healthful hand, Whose banished sense thou hast repealed, A second time receive the confirmation Of my promised gift, Which but attends thy naming. Enter three or four lords. Fair maid, send forth thine eye. This youthful parcel of noble bachelors Stand at my bestowing or whom both sovereign power and father's voice i have to use thy frank election make thou hast power to choose and they none to forsake
5: to each of you one fair and virtuous mistress fall when love please marry to each but one
4: I'd give Bay Kirtle and his furniture. My mouth no more were broken than these boys, and Ritter's little beard. Peruse them well. Not one of those but had a noble
2: father.
5: Gentlemen, heaven hath through me restored the king to health.
2: We understand it, and thank heaven for you.
5: I am a simple maid, and therein wealthiest that i protest i simply am a maid please it your majesty i have done already the blushes in my cheeks thus whisper me we blush that thou shouldst choose but be refused let the white death sit on thy cheek forever we'll ne'er come there again
1: make choice and see who shuns thy love shuns all his love in me
5: now dian from thy altar do i fly and to imperial love that god most high do my sighs stream sir will you hear my suit
4: and grant it
5: thanks sir all the rest is mute (laughs) i had
4: rather be in this choice than throw aim's ace for my life
5: the honour sir that flames in your fair eyes before i speak too threateningly replies love make your fortunes twenty times above her that so wishes and her humble love
0: no better if you please
5: my wish receive which great love grant and so i take my leave
4: do they all deny her and they were sons of mine i'd have them whipped or i would send them to the turk to
5: make eunuchs of be not afraid that i your hand should take I'll never do you wrong for your own sake, blessing upon your vows, and in your bed find fairer fortune if you ever wed.
4: These boys are boys of ice, they'll none have her, sure they are bastards to the English, the French ne'er got em.
5: You are too young, too happy, and too good to make yourself a son out of my blood.
4: Fair one, I think not so. There's one grape yet. I am sure thy father drunk wine. But if thou beest not an ass, I am a youth of fourteen. I have known thee
5: already.
0: Helena to Bertram.
5: I dare not say I take you, But I give me and my service Ever whilst I live Into your guiding power. This is the man.
1: Why, then, young Bertram, take her. She is thy wife. My wife, my liege?
3: I shall beseech your highness. In such a business, give me leave to use the health of my own
1: eyes. Know'st thou not, Bertram, what she has done for me? Yes, my good lord, but never hope to know why I should marry her. Thou knowst she has raised me from my sickly bed.
3: But follows it, my lord, to bring me down, must answer for your raising? i know her well she had her breeding at my father's charge her poor physician's daughter my wife disdain rather corrupt me ever
1: tis only title thou disdain'st in her the which i can build up strange is it that our bloods of colour weight and heat poured all together would quite confound distinction yet stand off in differences so mighty if she be all that is virtuous save what thou dislikest, a poor physician's daughter, thou dislikest a virtue for the name. But do not so. From lowest place, when virtuous things proceed, the place is dignified by the doer's deed. Where great addition swells and virtue none, it is a dropsied honour. Good alone is good without a name. Vileness is so. THE PROPERTY BY WHAT IT IS SHOULD GO, NOT BY THE TITLE. SHE IS YOUNG, WISE, FAIR. IN THESE TO NATURE SHE'S IMMEDIATE HEIR, AND THESE BREED HONOUR. THAT honour's SCORN WHICH CHALLENGES ITSELF AS HONOURS BORN, AND IS NOT LIKE THE SIRE. HONOURS THRIVE WHEN RATHER FROM OUR ACTS WE THEM DERIVE THAN OUR foregoers the mere words a slave, deboshed on every tomb, on every grave, a lying trophy, and as oft is dumb, where dust and damned oblivion is the tomb of honoured bones indeed. What should be said? If thou canst like this creature as a maid, I can create the rest. Virtue and she is her own dower, honour and wealth from me.
3: I cannot love her, nor will strive to do it.
1: Thou wrong'st thyself, if thou shouldst strive to choose.
5: That you are well restored, my lord, I'm glad. Let the rest go.
1: My honour's at the stake, Which to defeat I must produce my power. Here, take her hand, proud scornful boy, Unworthy this good gift, That doth in vile misprison Shackle up my love and her desert, That canst not dream. We, poising us in her defective scale, Shall weigh thee to the beam, And wilt not know it is in us to plant thine honour Where we please to have it grow. Check thy contempt, obey our will which travails in thy good. Believe not thy disdain, But presently do thine own fortunes that obedient right Which both thy duty owes and our power claims or I will throw thee from my care for ever into the staggers and the careless lapse of youth and ignorance, both my revenge and hate loosing upon thee in the name of justice, without all terms of pity. Speak, thine answer. Pardon, my gracious
3: lord, for I submit my fancy to your eyes when i consider what great creation and what dole of honour flies where you bid it i find that she which late was in my nobler thoughts most base is now the praised of the king who so ennobled is as twere born so
1: take her by the hand and tell her she is thine to whom i promise a counterpoise if not to thy estate a balance more replete i take her hand Good fortune and the favour of the king smile upon this contract, whose ceremony shall seem expedient on the now-born brief, and be performed to-night. The solemn feast shall more attend upon the coming space, expecting absent friends. As thou lovest her, thy love's to me religious, else does err.
0: Exeunt all but Lafeu and Paroles. ADVANCING
4: do you hear monsieur a word with you your pleasure sir your lord and master did well to make his recantation (laughs) ha recantation my lord my master ay is it not a language i speak a most harsh one and not to be understood without bloody succeeding my master Are you companion to the Count Rassilion? To any Count, to all Counts, to what is man. To what is Count's man, Count's master is of another style. You are too old, sir. Let it satisfy you, you are too old. I must tell thee, sirrah, I write man, To which title age cannot bring thee. What I dare too well do, I dare not do. I did think thee for two ordinaries to be a pretty wise fellow. Thou didst make tolerable vent of thy travel. It might pass, yet the scarfs and the bannerets about thee Did manifoldly dissuade me from believing thee a vessel of too great a burthen. I have now found thee, When I lose thee again I care not. Yet art thou good for nothing but taking up, And that thou'rt scarce worth. HADST thou not
2: the privilege of antiquity upon (laughs) thee?
4: Do not plunge thyself too far in anger, Lest thou hasten thy trial, Which if, Lord, have mercy on thee for a hen. so my good window of lattice fare thee well thy casement i need not open for i look through thee give me thy hand my lord
2: you give me the most egregious indignity
4: ay with all my heart and thou art worthy of it i have not my lord deserved it yes good faith every dram of it and i will not bait thee a scruple well i shall be wiser even as soon as thou canst for thou hast to pull at a smack o the contrary if ever thou beest bound in thy scarf and beaten thou shalt find what it is to be proud of thy bondage <sighs> i have a desire to hold my acquaintance with thee or rather my knowledge that i may say in the default he is a man i know my lord you do me most insupportable vexation i would it were hell pains for thy sake and my poor doing eternal for doing i am past as i will by thee in what motion age will give me leave exit
2: well thou hast a son shall take this disgrace off me scurvy old filthy scurvy lord well i must be patient there is no fettering of authority i'll beat him by my life if i can meet him with any convenience Anyward, double and double, Lord! I have no more pity of his age than if I would have. <sighs> I'll beat him, and if I could but meet him again.
4: Re-enter Lafeu. Sirrah, your lord and master's married. There's news for you. You have a new mistress. I most unfadedly beseech your lordship to make some
2: reservation of your wrongs. He is my good lord. Whom I serve above is my master Who
4: God I, sir The devil it is that's thy master Why dost thou garter up thy arms in this fashion? Dost make hose of sleeves? Do other servants so thou wert best set thy lower part where thy nose stands by mine honour if i were but two hours younger i'd beat thee methinks thou art a general offence and every man should beat thee i think thou wast created for men to breathe themselves upon thee that is hard and undeserved measure my lord Go to, sir. You were beaten in Italy for picking a colonel out of a pomegranate. You are a vagabond and no true traveller. You are more saucy with lords and honourable personages than the commission of your birth and virtue gives you heraldry. You are not worth another word, else I'd call you knave. I leave you. Exit. Good very
2: good it is so then good very good let it be
0: concealed a while re-enter bertram
3: undone and forfeited to cares for
2: ever
0: what's the matter sweetheart
3: although before the solemn priest i have sworn i will not bed her
2: what what sweetheart
3: oh my paroles, they have married me i'll to the tuscan wars and never bed her
2: is a dog-hole and it no more merits the tread of a man's foot to the wars
3: there's letters from my mother what the import is i know not yet
2: ay that would be known (sighs) to the wars my boy to the wars he wears his honour in a box unseen that hugs his kicky wicky here at home spending his manly marrow in her arms which should sustain the bound and high curvet of mars's fiery steed to other regions france is a stable we that dwell in jades therefore to the war
3: it shall be so i'll send her to my house acquaint my mother with my hate to her and wherefore i am fled write to the king that which i durst not speak his present gift shall furnish me to those Italian fields Where noble fellows strike. War is no strife to the dark house and the detested wife.
2: Will this complete hold in thee?
3: I'd sure? Go with me to my chamber and advise me. I'll send her straight away. Tomorrow I'll to the wars, she to her single sorrow.
2: Why, these balls bound, there's noise in it. Tis hard. A young man married is a man that's marred. Therefore, away and leave her bravely. Go!
0: The king has done you wrong, but hush, tis so. Excellent. Scene 4. Paris, the king's palace. Enter Helena and Clown.
5: My mother greets me kindly. Is she well? She is not
7: well, but yet she has her health. She's very merry, but yet she is not well. But thanks be given, she's very well, And
5: wants nothing in the world.
7: But yet she is not well.
5: If she be very well, what does she ail That she's not very well? Truly,
7: she's very well indeed, But for two things. What two things? One, that she's not in heaven, whither God send her quickly. The other, that she's in earth, from whence God send her quickly.
0: Enter
5: Bless you, my fortunate lady. I hope, sir, I have your good will to have mine own good fortunes. You had my prayers
2: to lead them on, and to keep them on. Have them still. Oh, my knave, how does my old lady?
7: so that you had her wrinkles, and I her money, I would she did as you say. Why, I say nothing. Mary, you are the wiser man, for many a man's tongue shakes out his master's undoing. To say nothing, to do nothing, to know nothing, and to have nothing, is to be a great part of your title, which is within... A very little of nothing away thou art a knave you should have said sir before a knave thou art a knave that's before me thou art a knave this had been truth sir go to Uh, thou art a witty fool i have found thee did you find me in yourself sir or were you taught to find me the search sir was profitable and much fool may you find in you even to the world's pleasure and the increase of laughter a good knave if faith and well fed madam my lord will go
2: away to-night a very serious business calls on him the great prerogative and right of love which as your due time claims he does acknowledge but puts it off to a compelled restraint whose want and whose delay is strewed with sweets, which they distill now in the curbed time to make the coming hour o'erflow with joy and pleasure down the brim. What's his will else? That you will take your instant leave of the king and make this haste as your own good proceeding, strengthened with what apology you think may make it probable need. What
5: more commands he? That having this obtained, you presently attend his further pleasure in everything, i wait upon his will i shall report it so i pray you exit parolus come sirrah
0: exeunt scene five paris the king's palace enter Lafeu and bertram
4: but i hope your lordship thinks not him a soldier yes my lord and a very valiant approve You have it from his own deliverance. And by other warranted testimony. Then my dial goes not true. I took this lark for a bunting.
3: I do assure you, my lord, he is very great in knowledge, And, accordingly, valiant.
4: I have then sinned against his experience, And transgressed against his valour and my state that way is dangerous since i cannot yet find in my heart to repent here he comes i pray you make us friends i will pursue the amity enter Parolles to bertram these things shall be done sir pray you sir who's his tailor sir oh i know him well i sir he says, a good workman, a very good tailor. Aside to Parolis.
3: Is she gone to the king? She is. Will she away to night? As you'll have her? I have writ my letters, casketed my treasure, given order for our horses, and to night, when I should take possession of the bride, end ere I do begin.
6: A
4: good traveller is something at the latter end of a dinner. But one that lies three thirds and uses a known truth to pass a thousand nothings with should be once heard and thrice beaten. God save you, captain. Is there any unkindness between my lord and you, monsieur?
2: I know not how I have deserved to run into my lord's displeasure.
4: (laughs) You have made shift to run into it, boots and spurs and all. Like him that leapt into the custard, and out of it you'll run again rather than suffer question for your residence. It may be you have mistaken him, my lord. And shall do so ever, though I took him at prayers. Fare you well, my lord, and believe this of me, there can be no kernel in this light nut the soul of this man is his clothes trust him not in matter of heavy consequence i have kept of them tame and know their natures farewell monsieur i have spoken better of you than you have or will to deserve at my hand but we must do good against evil exit
2: an idle lord <laughs> i swear i
3: think not so
2: why do you not know him
3: yes i do know him well and common speech gives him a worthy pass oh, here comes my clog
0: enter helena
5: i have sir as i was commanded from you spoke with the king and have procured his leave for present parting only he desires some private speech with you
3: i shall obey his will You must not marvel, Helen, at my course, which holds not colour with the time, nor does the ministration and required office on my particular. Prepared I was not for such a business, therefore am I found so much unsettled. This drives me to entreat you that presently you take your way for home, and rather muse than ask why I entreat you, for my respects are better than they seem and my appointments have in them a need greater than shows itself at the first view to you that know them not. This to my mother.
5: Giving a letter.
3: It will be two days ere I shall see you, so I leave you to your wisdom.
5: Sir, I can nothing say but that I am your most obedient servant.
3: Come, come, no more of that.
5: And ever shall with true observance seek to eke out that wherein toward me my homely stars have failed to equal my great fortune.
3: Let that go. My haste is very great. Farewell, high home.
5: Pray, sir, your pardon.
3: Well, what would you say?
5: I am not worthy of the wealth I owe, nor dare I say mine. And yet it is. But like a timorous thief most fain would steal what law does vouch mine own.
3: What would you have?
5: Something. <sighs> scarce so much. Nothing, indeed. I would not tell you what I would, my lord. Faith, yes. Strangers and foes do sunder, and not kiss.
3: I pray you, stay not, but haste to horse.
5: I shall not break your bidding, good my lord.
3: Where are my other men, monsieur?
0: Farewell.
5: Exit Helena.
3: Go thou toward home, where I will never come, whilst I can shake my sword, or hear the drum. Away, and for our flight
0: bravely coraggio excellent end of act 2